the longevity of players back then versus now is not not, not even comparable. But how many people are going to miss LeBron once he's gone? But right now they're talking shit. There's so many people just talking shit about LeBron. They're like, oh, he's over the hill. Oh, he doesn't have the mentality. Oh, you know, he whatever. It's like, yeah, OK, but don't don't you don't you see the fact that he's at that age? And still playing at a, at, at a professional level, it's starting to show he's starting to crack, but still at, at that age. And then he wants to go for a little bit more, I think, until his kid comes into the league. Yeah, guys, you, you, you right now for those guys that are shitting on LeBron, it's like, yeah, you're going to shit on him. And then one day after they make like a fucking last dance, too, and they're going to make a documentary and be like, you're, you're going to be one of those fucks that are going to be watching the documentary and being like, yeah, man. I watched LeBron in his prime and I supported him all the way. No, you didn't. And uh, as you guys know, I'm a bandwagoner, right? So I, I get it, whatever. But uh, just, just just, be half happy for what you got before it's gone. Because your your time is going to be gone. Dude, when I was 90, I was a kid. So, so, dude, when I was watching Michael Jordan play, yeah, I was like, yay, this is going to be... This is going to be how it is for the rest of my life. It's going to be just me watching Michael Jordan play. And then, dude, he was gone by the time I was like out of like elementary school. Welcome to the Best Things in Life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. And welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. If this is your first time checking out the pod, the way that this podcast works is that I determine the best thing in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best L.A. Laker player, the best person to ever play for the great franchise of the L.A. Lakers. You know, but tomorrow I could be talking about the best, the best uh, Toronto Maple Leaf. Because even though they've had a lot of great players, they haven't won in a very long time, which says something, you know. Uh, if you have made it this far into the podcast, thank you very much. Thank you for giving it a shot. Uh, if you can, you know, if you want to be a champion of people, you know, if you could like, comment, subscribe, share. Do whatever social media actions you think you can do on your end or willing to do on your end. You know, that would really help help me grow the pod. I am I am having fun with these. I'm doing these weekly now and uh, uh, things are things are things are going good. You know, uh, this is a part of me getting uh, the bullshit that's in my mind out. Part me just researching subjects that I'm very fascinated and very interested in. You know, I I grew up uh, back in the day, the 90s. And listen, man, I, I grew up in a magical time of 90s basketball and just general 90s sports. But 90s basketball may be the best era of basketball. Why? Because 90s basketball was, it was still, here's the thing. I, I don't like it. the sport hadn't had just basically become popular. 
it, it's almost like how UFC right now is like the itch sport. Like everybody's like, like, dude, you're your mom's. Everybody's into it now. Back in the day, like the 80s basketball, it was still on the fringe. You got to remember that basketball really like, I mean, you, know, you had your 50s and 60s. People weren't really, you know, it was kind of a side sport. NBA wasn't even really formed then. 70s started to pick up. 80s is when you had, you know, like, you know, the, the Showtime Lakers and actual, you know, you, you know, sport picking up. But 90s is when it peaked, I think. And then obviously it's still big now, right? But yeah, 90s basketball was the shit. And also the 90s, you had a little guy called Michael Jordan. You know, MJ, Michael Jordan, who basically just brought that sport internationally, you know, because up until that point, I mean, yeah, it was obviously an American thing. But, dude, Michael Jordan was an internet like, dude, if you ever watched The Last Dance, you know, there were, you know, dude, he was big, like in Paris, big in like Europe. That, that That's rare for that. You know, most Europeans are like, fuck the American shit. But but he brought it there. Now basketball is a big thing, dude. You got leagues like in Italy. You got leagues in China and all that stuff, right? You got leagues in the Philippines, you know. So it's uh, it, it it's one of those things. So I, I I was happy to have watched and grow up with '90s uh, basketball, you know, and seen some of the greats play, you know. But yeah, dude, the sport has changed now. Now it's uh, you know, and maybe this is just me being old man. Maybe things whatever. Most of the sports that I watch now have definitely changed, right? Whether it's, you know, I went to a baseball game recently and went to a Jays game, and now they got the new, it's like a, I don't, not a shot clock, but it's like a, basically pitchers now have to pitch without really taking their sweet-ass time and communicating with each other, which makes the game faster. Like, dude, the games go by way faster now. But yeah, you're seeing pitchers kind of either get worn down faster, and I don't know. I but again, it, it, they did it for entertainment purposes, I guess. You know, they didn't. You know, other sports are faster. You know, hockey's fast, basketball's gotten faster, and all that stuff. So and and, and higher scoring. So the, I think right now one of the biggest trends in all sport is speed. They want things to be faster. And if you look at like even like what do you call? Yeah, even in hockey, they changed a couple of like icing things and and offensive lines. They 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 they've, they've changed things to make the game sporter. They took and here's the thing where I don't like. This is where in 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 a lot of the sports, you know, because of they're learning about things like CTE and brain shit. You know, they, they they've taken the physicality out, and that's what I missed about sports, especially like in hockey or basketball. You know, like in hockey, dude, like, you know, if a team wasn't doing well and it broke out in a fight, you were like, okay, at least I got my money's worth. I saw a fight go down. Right. But now it's like, eh, you know, that being said, though, I watched uh, what's it called? The the, the last Leafs game against Florida. And uh, yeah, guys, I mean, yeah, there were the Toronto was getting trashed, but I, I, I don't know. And I'm not surprised as a Toronto guy. I'm not surprised when we win a Toronto team or, you know, or whatever, they don't do so well. Right. You know, so yeah, man, but dude, nineties basketball, uh, was definitely way more, um, way more physical. You had way more dominant players, 
You know, nowadays you got a lot of pretty boys like your Steph Curry's who here's the thing. Cause like back in the day, and again, okay, you know, for anybody that's new to this pod, let me break it down on you, okay? I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a dumb fat fuck in a Mustang, right? Who has to crack an open window because it's getting fucking hot now. <laughs> so if you're hearing birds and fucking chirping and shit, because it's because I'm I got the window open, you know, because I can't I can't I can't get my own studio just yet, you know. But and dude, the last time I played a physical sport was back in the early two thousands. So so just take everything that this. If you came here for an analytical analytical breakdown and a fucking knowledgeable like oh this guy fucking knows shit break no no you came to this pod because you were like I want to see what this dumb fuck has to say about a sport that he clearly can't play I clearly don't look like a basketball player with this 300 pound close to the 400 pound plus build right who needs to who basically you know goes up a flight of stairs and is out of i'm saying i haven't played basketball since the 90s because (laughs) that was when i was in grade eight you know so it's been a while but but the thing is i'm i am a big and maybe you've seen it yeah if you guys know about this spot i am a generalist and i'm a um what can i say i like to learn about so many i like to have my what do you call it? Stoker in many fires. I like to learn about so many variety of different things and subjects and, 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 and things that are just way out of my thing, just to know about them, not even become an expert just so that I can, just so I can either participate in a conversation or I can just blatantly make, make, make a fool out of myself. You know, I'll learn about crypto fucking currencies, Right. I'll even buy some, spend some of my real money and end up losing half of it because I did some stupid ass research, you know? Oh man, that's another thing, guys. You know, uh, the finances have just been fucking, have just been on edge. You know, summer's picking up, you know, and uh, I've I've been wanting to, to do shit and all that stuff and it's getting expensive and things are popping up, you know? I went, I went, I went, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, I was up in the cottage and my car was running good. Come back into the city after a nice long trip. Now I got an engine light, you know, now I got an engine light. There goes, a. I don't know what it is. It's probably going to be expensive because it's a Mustang. It's an 09 Mustang. So I'm kind of like, I'm monitoring, right? I'm not putting too many clicks on the baby just yet, but you know, that's going to be expensive. And then to make another another expensive story that happened to me this week. You know, your boy was out riding on his motorcycle enjoying his free time that he rarely gets off because of the scheduling conflicts he's he's and commitments he's made in his life. So I'm out there riding on my motorcycle and when I get back, I find out that I end up losing my garage opener to my garage. You know, because I had a hole in my jacket. Because my jacket wasn't designed for that type of riding. You know, because I didn't want to spend, you know, $500 on an actual real motorcycle jacket. I ended up getting a $60 fucking big and tall, whatever you fucking call it. Right. So, and had holes in it. So anyways, I lost a garage opener and now that's an, and I had to pay a hundred bucks for a replacement, you know? So again, these little things just fucking pop up. You know, you're trying to make, you're trying to make efforts in like savings and building wealth and then bullshit happens. Right. And then 
<laughs> I, I know, I know, I know, guys, you're probably like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. How much more broke are you? Okay. And then here's the thing trying to make fucking healthier fucking decisions, but also realizing it takes time to do that, right? You know, I didn't do groceries this week because my schedule shift up and I only like, I normally like to have about six hours before I start my shift, you know, wake up, have a bit of a nice morning routine, hit the gym, maybe squeeze out a pod, whatever. I like to have the first, I like to do my productiveness before I go and do a bullshit brainless job, right? Which I do as a driver. I just drive, right? I shut my brain off. Kevin, the driver, his body takes over and does the work, right? So I like my mornings for you like that, but I've switched my schedule. So you know, I'm waking up a little bit earlier, but I'm losing. Uh, long story short, is that yeah, I because I didn't do groceries, I've been eating a lot of fucking fast food or um or you know ordering out and all that stuff, right? But at the same time, your boy's trying to be health conscious because I've been talking. I had another buddy, and he, was, he lost a bunch of weight. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you got it's the fried foods, man. It's the, it's the fried foods." Right, because I'm, I'm I know it's not look I I'm not that dumb fuck to drink sugary drinks. I don't drink sugar. I you know I don't eat chocolates. I don't eat sweets, right? But I I am a meat fucker. I I mean I love the meats. I eat the meats. So I've been like okay, and then you know fried obviously fucking's fucking me up. So I was like okay, let's make let's make some fucking life decisions. You know, like this podcast says, let's let's make the best decision. Out of a horrible situation that I got myself into, right? So I'm driving, and and you know I'm I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, fast food. What are the options? Okay, you got your burger joints, you got your KFC chicken joints, you got your Mexican joints, right? And we go, okay, hold on, we got time, right? Okay, so we can't, we got to narrow it down to drive through. We can't be, we, we you know we can't be going into a restaurant, you know whatever. We got to be just drive in and out, in and out. We got to be quick, fast. I'm fast and furious when it comes to drive-thrus, right? So, okay. So, we got to do fast food furious items, right? So, I'm like, okay. Okay. So, what are the options? You got yourselves, you know, your burger joints, Mickey D's, Wendy's, BK, right? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, other than other than BK, most of that shit's fried, right? You know, fried burgers and whatever. So, I'm like, okay, maybe not a burger. Timmy's, I mean, listen, you can get their sandwich you're overpaying for fuck. It's trash. Tim Tim's it, the only thing Tim's was good for was the coffee. Now that shit, they got a lot of. Maybe if you want like a dirty donut, but Tim's is just overall. It's you're not you know whatever, right? So then I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm not gonna go through a KFC. And then that's when the smart decision of, hey, you know the only thing, why don't you get yourself ten fucking tacos and just eat that throughout the day 10 taco bell tacos in a soft shell right easily packed or whatever it's got salad on it right he's lettuce right again the bullshit justification right so I, i go i get 10 tacos i eat four and immediately feel like shit and i'm like okay fuck okay now 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 we got into that shitty situation so yeah, guys, that that and that's a basically a day in the life, a day in the life, right? And then last night, went to sleep, but the there was a transformer explosion, right? So I couldn't sleep because the AC, 
your boy likes to sleep in a cold, dark room. I've mastered my sleep technique. But when, once the AC goes and it's humid, your boy's out. You, like I, I was just like, tossing and turning. I also forgot to take my little sleeping potion. I have a sleeping potion that I use, which is like a mix of... And I, I, again, this is coming from a guy in a Mustang with a mullet. So don't take... Do not try this at home unless you are initiated. Okay? But my little sleep potion, and if you guys are willing... And want to try it is I take about I take uh, zinc, right? I take about uh, L L. Uh, I take theanine, theanine, right? Which they put in some energy drinks to kind of calm you down, right? That, that's the thing that kind of calms you down. And then I take CBD oil, right? Because you know, with my back and aches and pains, I'm like, let's get a little numb, baby. Let's get a little numb. So I take a little CBD to numb me out, and then I take magnesium tetranate which helps with like my brain kind of like shutting off and, and, and like, you know, not going wild. Right. So anyways, I forgot to take my sleeping potion. Right. So there I am at like fucking one or two in the morning scrolling on fucking Instagram and TikTok because I'm addicted to that bullshit too. And then I'm, I set the alarm for eight. So I end up, I, you know, but, but I don't go fall asleep until like two or three, wake up at eight. And I'm fucking groggy. And then, yeah, man. Right now, I'm just, I'm, and the thing is, I, you know, I, I had my coffee in the morning and I, I had that like midday fucking crash. And I was like, do I, do I get more caffeine? But again, because your boy's a scientist, I realized, no, don't, don't have more caffeine, right? Because that's going to mess you up even more. So now I'm really tired, but I'm also really agitated. So if that's somehow getting through to this pod like that, my bad, you know? Yeah. So anyway. So anyways, guys, I wanted to really talk about the Lakers because right now in sports, they're really the only team I care about. I mean, look, in hockey, I was a Red Wings fan. And then, listen, hockey, the Leafs are out, right? So I don't give a shit. And then my my next, when it came to hockey, I was like, okay, well, it'd be nice to see a Canadian team win. But Edmonton got knocked out. So now it's like just all these, you know, who's it? Dallas, uh, Florida, Carolina, and I don't even know, right? Because I don't give a shit, right? And then you got uh, in the NBA, uh, you know, I, I, I love I love the winning. I love the winners. I love the, the winning. I love dynasty and franchises. That's what I love. You guys know I'm a, I'm a bandwagoner. And I'm, dude, I'm a, I'm a LeBron supporter. I love, you know, a lot of, it's so freaking weird to me how people are knocking, like, Dude, I got so many guys that are like knocking on him because like he's an old man. I'm like the guy's thir- the guy's forty or just thirty. He's five year old, five years older than me, and people are already talking about him like he's a dead dog, right? It's like you guys don't realize it, man. Like like like, dude, when when Jordan retired way earlier than whatever, right? And and I know the longevity. Like look, the longevity of players back then versus now is not 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 even comparable. But dude. How many people are going to miss LeBron once he's gone? But right now they're talking shit. There's so many people just talking shit about LeBron. They're like, oh, he's over the hill. Oh, he doesn't have the mentality. Oh, you know, he whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. But don't don't you don't you see the fact that he's at that age and still playing at a, at, at a professional level, right? It's starting to show. He's starting to crack. But still, at, at that age, and, and 
he wants to go for a little bit more, I think, until his kid comes into the league. So, yeah, guys, you, 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 right now for those guys that are shitting on LeBron, it's like, yeah, you're going to shit on him. And then one day after they make like a fucking last dance, too, and they're going to make a documentary and be like, you, you're going to be one of those fucks that are going to be watching the documentary and being like, yeah, man, I watched LeBron in his prime and I supported him all the way. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, you, you Here's the thing. And as you guys know, I'm a bandwagoner, right? So I, I get it, whatever. But, dude, just just, just be half of happy for what you got before it's gone, you know? Because your your time is going to be gone. Dude, when I was 90, I was a kid. So, so, dude, when I was watching Michael Jordan play, yeah, I was like, yay, this is going to be how it is for the rest of my life. It's going to be just me watching Michael Jordan play. And then, dude, he was gone by the time I was, like, out of, like, elementary school. Like, 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 dude, like, like, like. I think high school, when did he retire? Oh, six. So like, oh, six, oh, seven. I forget when he retired, but I know, you know, he went to the wizards and you know, that wasn't really spectacular, but, but I could at least say that I watched, you know, Jordan in his prime. Right. And supported him all the way through the end. Not, not like, yeah. So anyways, again, when it comes to sports guys, I don't, I like, I, I, I don't get why people are so passionate. But just again, again, I get it. I get it. You know, maybe you didn't sleep well enough. Okay. Or maybe you just ate too fucking many burritos just like me. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> uh, man, yeah, guys, fuck. I, I realized that I also got to cut these pods shorter too. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing that too. Um, I'm going to basically be going through 10 of the best LA Lakers to ever, you know, the best players to ever play for the LA Lakers. Um, I'm going to be going in chronological order too. So that way you can kind of see like an evolution. And I'm, I'm basically going to be p- picking players and looking at the stats, the, the stats that I collected and I saw are basically the stats that, that they've done in their time as a Laker. Okay. So let's get that straight because if, if you want to play, who's the best player of all, you know, I mean, you guys can obviously say that. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you know, LeBron can beat Kobe and he can beat, uh, Magic Johnson and all those guys or whatever, right? But I'm trying to say, who is the best Laker? We're talking in their tenure as a Laker, as, as and some of them have had long careers. Some of them have had very short careers with just the Lakers. Some of them have had primes outside of the Lakers, like LeBron, and some of them have had primes within the Lakers. So I'm ta- I'm going to be primarily talking about who the best players for that particular franchise, not the best player in the league, not the best player of all time, the best player for that team and franchise in their respective times, right? So that's how I'm going to, you know, before anybody gets like, oh, whatever, right? So that's that's what I'm going to be going about it, right? I'm going to basically go tell you about them, you know, give you a bit of the stats. That's the one thing about sports, above every, every, anything else, that at the end of the day, sports is a, what do you call it, medi- mediocrity, where, where where it's uh you know basically stats and numbers will go down as facts right you can't say you can't say oh yeah he was better than that guy even though that guy had a shittier record no at the end of the day numbers facts and things works it's just like how a penis means you're a man and <laughs> oh man the people that got that confused but anyways so yeah we're going to be going with hard numbers hard facts and all that stuff and then at the end of it I'm going to be using my bullshit deduction to tell you why my reason is right. 
And that's why that's that's how this pod works. So welcome. Okay. Welcome and enjoy. Right. And then at the end of the day, guys, get get in the comments. Get dirty. I I, I obviously look at the comments and I really don't give a f- guys, you, you if you guys want to like go at me at the comments, I'll call back at you. Let's play. I don't you don't understand. Nothing is more dangerous than a man in a Mustang with a mullet with no responsibilities, okay? And I'm willing to go down and dirty on you guys in the comments. I'm willing to fight. I got time. I take long shits. I got time to to, to dish it out in the comments section. So, guys, if you go into the comments section and try to reverse my order or, you know, whatever decision I come up today, Right. And if you don't like it, if you don't like it, um, fight me. You know, I welcome I welcome the challenge and I will prove you wrong again. And at the end of the day, both of us will be losers because both of us will have wasted our time talking about. <laughs> oh, man, dude, when, when I see some of the comments and I see some of the, like, dude, I posted a, a clip or whatever the other day and like I saw comments and like I read them, but like. Dude, I get like when people do one-line comments like, hey, you're an idiot, or like, hey, that was cool. I, I get that. But when I see people literally like put like, fuck, you know when you see a comment and it's so long that it, you have to click the read more? Like you lost. You just lost. Because like no one's reading that bullshit. You go, you go going off, write a fucking novel in the comments. Oh, man, fucking losers. But also at the same time, continue doing it, please. You know, (laughs) it's entertaining. It's fucking entertaining. You know, so, um, yeah, we're going to be going through that. So anyways, guys, let's get into the 10 best, uh, the 10 best uh, Lakers or players to ever play for the Lakers. I'm going to be starting off with um, uh, the oldest uh, I'm talking about, and so let's get into uh, the first LA Laker to to have made the list. I'm talking about George Mikan, George or McCann Mikan. Uh, George, uh, he he had seven years with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now back then, I believe they were called the Mi- Minneapolis. Yeah, I think they were called the Minneapolis uh, Lakers. Right? He had seven years, 1948 to 1956. You know, uh, in terms of his career with the Lakers, he had a 23.1 points per game, uh, 13.4 rebounds per game, and a 2.8 uh, assists per game. You know, um, yeah, dude, when it comes to George McCann, again, he played in a very early era. The NBA hadn't even been formed yet, uh, but in, in his way, he was kind of a superstar. You know, he was a five-time champion, so, you know, in that league, he won five times. He was a four-time All-Star, one-time All-Star MVP in 1953, six-time All-Star NBA first team, three-time scoring champion, right, an NBA rebound leader, and then uh, his number 99 was also retired by the Lakers. You know, and he was also one of the first players to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So very early on, and, you know, again, I don't know how many of guys of, of you are actually were around. Probably none of you. But uh, you, you can't forget the history. You can't forget the past because he set the bar that everybody else would eventually climb up on top. Right. So George McCann, um, again, you know, 
five champions, which was which is five championships. Now, obviously, the league was smaller, the competition was less, but still, to to have all those achievements uh, in that league and in that time set them apart, and definitely in terms of the Lakers, uh, one to one to go with. You know, uh, the next guy on my team, the next guy is Elgin or Elgin Baylor, Elgin Baylor. Uh, he was, uh, he had 14 seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers from 1958, um, 1958 to 1972. He had a Los Angeles record of 27.4 points per game. One of the highest ones. He was definitely, uh, again, in, in the, you know, the 50 or the sixties and seventies, uh, getting, getting those types of scores was, was really, you know, I mean, I think LeBron is like 24. I forget. We'll, we'll get to him. But yeah, like 27.4 points per game per average was really well. He had a 13.5 reba, reba RPG and a 4.3 APG, right? So uh, guys, just for those who don't know, PPGs, points per game, RPGs, uh, rebounds per game, and then APGs, assists per game, right? When you give somebody else a ball, right? Which is also important. You know, but in terms of um, uh, yeah, Elgin uh, Elgin Baylor, he had he was an eleven time All Star, right? All Star MVP in nineteen fifty nine, ten time All NBA First Team, uh, and then he was also Rookie of the Year in nineteen fifty nine, and his number twenty two was eventually uh, retired by the Lakers. So Elgin Baylor, uh, I think definitely the next progression. He was definitely a uh, a faster score. You know, kind of kind of kind of like the prototype. So that that was he a, was he a small forward or I forget his position, but he was a he was a good dude. Didn't know him personally, but he was a good dude. <laughs> dude, when I got a bullshit sometimes, yeah, like I knew him. <laughs> he he played really well. <laughs> I was there in nineteen. I I, I I I've seen maybe one or two clips of this guy. He did all right, you know. I what I think he was in the same era as like air. Uh, Irving and and uh, uh, Jerry West and all. Actually, that's the next guy we're going to talk about. You. He was in that era and he was one of the top dogs, right? So, fuck it, guys. Do more research if you guys want on your end. But I'm just going to hit you with some of the stats, okay? Uh, the next guy is definitely, definitely a legend in Lakers history. I'm talking about Jerry West. Uh, he had 14 years with the with the Los Angeles Lakers from 1960 to 1974. Uh, he had a his score or his record with the Lakers was 27 game uh 27 points per game 5.8 RPG 6.7 APG and what are these other oh, fuck those other scores um he now the thing is he had a long career he only has one championship in 1972 um he also was a finals MVP 14 time all-star uh 10 time all NBA all-star uh first team Damn it got wind, windy. He was a scoring champion in 1970, assist leader in 1972. Um, a lot of people don't know the NBA logo, you know, the logo of the guy playing basketball actually was designed after Jerry West um, and his number 44 was retired. But the thing that made Jerry West also special is that after he left playing basketball, he became a huge part about, uh, of, of the NBA organization overall. I think he went into be, like management. I don't. Did he do coaching? I think he did coaching. Yeah, I think he did coaching as well. I forget. 
again, I just scanned through the thing, but I think he did coaching as well. But he had a long career with the Lakers and uh, pushed them to championships as well. So, yeah. 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 Um, Showtime. He was part of the Showtime Lakers back end, I think. Yeah. Anyways, guys. Again, it's all it's all blending. But yeah, dude, Jerry West, uh, definitely a big part of the organization overall and also definitely one of the greater players to play. Uh, the next guy on the list is a legend in the game. I am talking about Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. He had five years uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers from 1968 to 1973. Um, his Los Angeles record was 17.7 points per game. Uh, his rebounds were 19.2, one of the highest, and then 4.3 assists. Another thing is... His career points, per, he was averaging 30.1 points per game. Will Chamberlain was actually, he, he think if you think about it, he was basically in the same position as LeBron is now. Will Chamberlain, I think, was originally playing for the Clippers where, you know, he, he, he had the, yeah, he was one of the first guys to score 100 points in a game. Just, just, just think about it, 100 points. He was dominant. Right. He was he, he was a dominant big like dude, his his stature and lankiness, uh, you know, I think he was like famous for, you know, doing the hook shots and shit like, yeah, dude, Will Chamberlain was a legend, but he came over to the Lakers right um, near the end of his career. He did end up winning a championship in 1972. He was also a finals MVP in that year. Uh, he was also a four time all star uh, NBA second team, two time all defensive first team four-time rebounding champion, uh, and he also had his number retired, number 13 with the Lakers. Um, but yeah, dude, he, 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 uh, he obviously was at the tail end of his career, but as a player, I mean, guy, the first guy to score 100 points makes him a legendary character. So, you know, be, being able to retire as a Laker, even though you're not, you're not at the you know, top of your game, is, is kind of a, a legendary way to go out. So, yes, Wilt Chamberlain. Ah, the next guy on the list is definitely a contender for today. I'm talking about Karim Abdul Jabbar. Uh, he had 14 years with the Los Angeles Lakers, 1975 to 1989. Uh, his Los Angeles career was uh, points. Uh, he had 22.1 points per game, 9.4 uh, rebounds, and 3.3 assists. Um, he was a five-time NBA champion. Uh, finals MVP in 1985, three-time MVP award, 13-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA First Team, rebounding champion in 1976, and his number 33 was also retired by the Lakers. Now, Kareem, again, before we had the modern-day heroes of, 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 uh, of, of Kobe, LeBron, and even Jordan, Kareem could arguably be, be, be put at the top of the all-time greatest uh, players. I think he had, uh, in term, like, just trying to compare, in terms of him to, like, Wilt, Kareem was a little bit more I, I, more agile, if I had to put it there. You know, I, I think because he was more lankier. I think lanky, freaking, I think lanky means you're better. <laughs> Again, I don't know, but but watching the clips, I think Kareem, Kareem definitely, especially in, in that era, you know the Showtime Lakers, Kareem, uh, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, 
especially at that time when the NBA was finally growing into its own and becoming very popular, a guy like Kareem really put 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 uh, the sport. He was a guy to watch uh, as the sport was coming up. Right? He was he was definitely one one to go with. And in terms of bringing attention to LA, and then eventually bringing other again, a lot of people, a lot of the young guys who eventually would join up, up the join up in the Lakers looked to Kareem as the guy they wanted to be or beat or play with, whatever you say, you know. So Kareem was definitely one of the guys that kind of set the bar. Five time champion. Um, legendary and all, you know, one of the great, arguably, if we're going to go with all time, easily top 10, I would even argue maybe top five in my books. Cause you guys know I'm a fucking nineties freak. Uh, Jordan takes number one, Jordan takes number one, number two, I, 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 I you, you can fight between Kobe and LeBron. Maybe I, I, I think LeBron's. The fact that he's still going is kind of says something, but yeah. But anyways, yeah, my top five, my top five, and then Tony Kukoc. Okay, guys, Tony. <laughs> you you guys want to know my top five? Tony Kukoc, George Morrison, uh, Steve Nash. Uh, fuck, who's the white guy on the Utah Jazz? I'm just trying to pick my favorite whites. Um, John Stockton. John Stockton and Dirk Nowitzki. Those are my top five because I only like what. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I should do. You know, I, I might. We'll see. Maybe, maybe during. I don't know. I, I, I might do that. The best white basketball player, right? Steve Nash, dude. He played with the Lakers too, guys. Shout out to shout out to fucking Steve Nash. You know, um. Yeah, anyways, guys, the next guy on my list, the next guy on my list is arguably the face, Showtime, Showtime Lakers face. Uh, I'm talking about Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, he had 13 years with the Los Angeles uh, Lakers, 1979 to 1991. Took a bit of a break for some reason. Not going to get into that. Then 1995 to 1996. Um. He had a 19.5 points per game average, uh, 7.2 uh, RPG, and then an 11.2 APG. He was a five-time NBA champion, three-time and uh, Finals MVP, three-time MVP award, uh, 12-time All-Star, two-time All-Star game MVP, nine-time All-Star NBA first team, All-NBA second team, All-NBA rookie team, and four-time assist leader two-time steel leader, and his number 32 was also retired by the Lakers. Um, yeah, dude, when it comes to Magic Johnson, he was a part of the uh, Showtime Lakers. That that was the Lakers during basically the late 70s, and late 80s. Like, he, he basically, you know, before Jordan, before Kobe, arguably the best player overall of all time. Now, the thing is, your boy Magic also liked having the sexy times. And because of that, he contracted HIV, right? AIDS, AIDS, right? And that kind of basically cut his career short. Now, there's a lot to be argued that if Ma- if Magic, you know, was it we didn't you know didn't get into that situation, would his career would he have gotten more? Would he have gotten six or seven championships? Because again, back in the day, they had a big rivalry with Boston, right? LA has always been their biggest rival had been Boston, right? And 
you know, magic was always there to save the day. The thing is with, 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 um, yeah, with magic is that a lot of people say, and I think there is a strong argument that if he, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't have his career cut short, he would have carried on for a few more years and played to a, to an exceeding caliber. Definitely a very exciting player to watch. He was a part of the dream team. I mean, yeah, Magic Johnson, easily, easily top, definitely, definitely top five. Definitely top five of all time players. But in terms of a Laker, I will, yeah, guys, yeah, I, strong argument for number one today on my list, you know? Uh, the next guy on my list is James Worthy. James Worthy. He had 12 years with the Los Angeles Lakers, 1982 to 1994. I think he was a first first draft round pick as well. Uh, 17.6 points per game, 5.1 RPG, 3 points APG. He was a three-time NBA All-Time Champion, uh, Finals MVP in 88, seven-time All-Star, uh, two-time All-NBA, third-team All-Rookie, and his number 42 was retired. He was basically, think of him as... He played during the Showtime era, you know, when you guys had, when he had Magic. Who else was there? Let's see, eighty-two. So yeah, I think, yeah, he was there when, like, you know, Kareem and Magic were there. So obviously, with, with like with, with those guys on the team, he didn't have, you know, he wasn't able. He, he, you know, he was he was playing with those guys, right? So those guys took a lot of the action, but. There's a strong argument that if James Worthy went to a lesser team, he would have outperformed, you know, a lot of people, right? So James Worthy, definitely, definitely um, worthy of the name, you know, uh, so to speak, you know. Uh, the next guy on my list is Big Daddy Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, one of the greatest Irish players of all time. <laughs> uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, eight years with the Los Angeles Lakers. He moved around, got a lot of championships with so many other teams. But in my book, his Laker years were maybe Miami. If I had to go prime Shaq years, L.A. and maybe Miami. I, I liked him in Miami, you know. Um, I can't believe you. Didn't he play for the Phoenix? Yeah, dude. He, pl he played for Boston, too. Dude, I'm pretty sure he played for like almost every team. I forget, I forget the list, but yeah, dude, I know he started out in Orlando, I think Orlando, and then, yeah, dude, that guy moved around, definitely one of the most entertainment, entertainment, entertaining people, and yes, your boy did see Steel, the movie Steel, is it Steel, the one, the one where he's dressed up in Steel, you know, where he played a superhero, oh, goddamn, that was a magical time, dude, late 90s, early 2000 guys, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, dude, he had 27 points per game. His average 11.8 uh, rebounds per game, 3.1 APG. He was a three with them, with the Lakers, three-time NBA champion, three-time finals MVP, MVP award of 2000, seven-time All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP, six-time All-Star, All-NBA All first team, scoring champion in 2000, and his number 34 was retired by the Lakers. Dude, Shaquille O'Neal was the most dominant player in that era, in terms of a in terms of a center, in terms of you know, dude. They they actually had to, I think they had to re redesign so many uh, the 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 fucking uh, the the basketball uh, fucking oh my god, why am I drawing the backboard? 
or whatever, right? Because he would dunk and literally shatter glass and destroy those things. So they had to redesign that thing to handle guys like him, right? But there were never a guy like him. But yeah, dude, in terms of size, agility, horrible shooting ability. Eh, he was okay, you know, when it came to three-pointer or, you know, fucking, uh, you know, free throws. Not that great, but overall, an amazing player. Okay, the next guy on my list is one that, you know, still still hurts to say. I'm talking about the legendary Kobe Bryant. He had 20 years, 1996 to 2016, 20 years with the fucking Los Angeles Lakers. I love guys like that. You know, like in hockey, the equivalent for me is a guy like Steve Eiserman who who spent all his years with one team. You know, I love guys that like, you know, and, and I know, um, you know, Kobe originally was drafted by, was it called? Yeah, Charlotte, right? And then eventually, yeah, Lakers. And then he became a part of that uh, vibe from 96 to 2016. He had a Los Angeles career of 25 points per game, 5.2 RPG, 4.7 APG, um, five-time NBA champion, uh, two times final MVP, uh, MVP award in 08, 18-time All-Star, four-time All-Star MVP, 11-time All-NBA first team, uh, nine-time All-Defensive first team, two-time scoring champion, slam dunk contest winner in 97. Um, and then his he had two numbers. He had the eight and the 24, both retired by the Lakers. Now, dude, when it comes to Kobe, I like to think of Kobe as almost the perfect player. Why? Because I think, I think, okay, let me, let me, let me give you. So let me just give you the comparison of the three people. You got guys like Michael Jordan who, you know, early on in his career, he wasn't the most physically dominant dude, but he had the mental fucking fortitude to put in the work, to work through hard games and to outsmart, outplay, outbully his opponents right what made jordan special was not only his ability but his fucking mentality right and then you guys have a guy like like lebron who's a physical specimen right be even now today to 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 play well into his 40s and still keep it at that level but primetime lebron was a physical fucking thing right so you got a guy that you know one guy that was mentally one guy that was physically dominant right and then you had kobe who was like the almost like the perfect blend of like a uh, you know he had he had the you know definitely uh, ball skills and and physicality you know but he also had the Mamba mentality right he had that fucking like you know you you guys know the stories of like you know him fucking putting in the practice and like that's the reason why he got the helicopter for those who don't know he got the helicopter was that you know to save time and the commutes and all that stuff. To get to where he needed to go fast, he got the helicopter and then eventually killed him, right? You know, but, dude, in terms of an L.A. player, in terms of a player overall, uh, yeah, dude, Kobe Bryant is definitely one to fucking talk about. You know, one of the greats, if not the greatest. Now, the next guy on my list is the king, the current king of L.A. I'm talking about LeBron James. Uh, years in Los Angeles. Um he has five years currently, 2018 he came on to present. Uh, he has a 27 
uh, points per game average, 8.1 RPG, 8.1 APG. That's another thing that made him a little bit, uh, LeBron a little bit different than than thing. His assist game is definitely a bit higher, you know. Uh, so far with the late with the Lakers, he has one championship that he won during the bubble, the NBA bubble, league, you know, in 2020. So people are kind of like, did he really win or was it because of the bubble, right? And then he was also a Finals MVP in 2020, a four-time All Star, and NBA first team, second team. What else we got for him? Assist leader in 2020. Yeah, so dude, LeBron, okay, look, the truth is, is that we're watching LeBron at the end of his, his reign, but we're also watching the greatest play, one of the greatest players to ever have played, right? So we have that, right? But, it, you, you, you know, in terms of it, like, again, we're near the end of his career, right? Hopefully, fingers crossed, guys, whenever this comes out or whatever you listen to, hopefully we'll, talk, we'll be talking about two-time Laker champion uh, LeBron James. Now, the thing is, he's had an amazing career still. You know, longevity wise, but he's also had, you know, careers with with Cleveland and Miami and all that stuff. So we're not going to be talking about that. Right. We're going to be primarily focusing on him as a Laker, as a Laker. You can see, I mean, look, dude, at the end of the day, look, after Kobe left in 2016, the Lakers were kind of almost like, OK, well, this is the end. Their era is done. And, you know, I, I know they brought in guys like Steve Nash and and and, and, and a few other people. To kind of carried along, but they didn't have a, they didn't have a champion horse. Like up until this point, the Lakers had always a fucking champion. They always had, you know, like, you know, you know, from Wilt to 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 Magic, to, you know, Kareem to Magic, and then to, to to Kobe, and then like basically every champion, every basically the best players always wanted to go to L.A. L.A.'s like, why why wouldn't you want to go to L.A.? You're gonna be a star. You're gonna make way more money. You're going to be a celebrity. You're going to build a brand. You're going to build a legacy. It's the number one place to go, right? So it was obvious that that's where LeBron should go and end his career, right? Because after he's finished, he's going to still be in LA, and, and you know, uh, you know, as a Laker, he's going to be he's going to be a legend, right? So, yeah, guys, LeBron LeBron definitely is keeping that 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 franchise alive and at the top and and all that. And they've built, you know, they brought in Davis and didn't they bring Rondo in for a bit? Oh, fuck. Again, my, my fucking memory goes. But anyways, right now, that is LeBron's team. Hopefully it takes them further. We'll see. But yeah, dude, you you can't uh you, you have to at the end of the day, what are the greatest players of all time? Uh so anyways, guys, those are the best players. Before I do want to shout out some other LA Lakers, you have players like Antonio Davis, Pau Gasol, Rick Fox, Derek Fisher, Lamar Odom, who Courtney, uh, was it Courtney Kardashian? Completely were, 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 uh, destroyed. And then Jamal Wilkes, you know? So, guys, when it comes to the best Laker, basically, we're not talking about them as a player. We're talking about their time as a Laker who've made the biggest contributions. I got to go with... Look, first off the bat, Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a five-time champ. 14 years with them, uh, Showtime, right? And then I got to go with Magic. Look, both those guys played in, played in, in a very important era of the Lakers history. Both are five-time champions. Um, you know, the, in terms of skill, it in about the same. Uh, I, I would maybe argue put Magic over, over Kareem. I would maybe put Magic just a little bit over, but obviously his career got cut short because of the thing. 
But I think if he stayed, you know, if he if he wasn't a dirty, dirty boy, he he could be greatest of all time, you know. And then I gotta put Shaq. No, guys, no, guys. Look, Kobe, Kobe. Look, twenty years with the team, um, five time NBA champion too. Uh, did so much for the organization and the city in general, you know. So th- those are my top three. I know LeBron, you know, greatest player of all time, but but. Obviously, I'm you know we're trying to focus on just as a Laker, right? So top three is Kobe, Magic, and Ka- Kareem. I mean, record wise, let's go. Okay, five. They're 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 all three of them are five time champions, right? I think Magic was a better assists. A dude, 20 years, like Kobe had a long career with them, right? He became a staple. Way more accolades. Way more accolades than 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 uh than Magic. And Kareem. Yeah. You know what? I gotta say, the best Los Angeles Laker, the best player to ever play for that team is. Kobe Bryant, the Black Mama. Kobe Bryant. I just think again with his career that he had with them, the longevity, all that stuff. He uh, he definitely set it into motion. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, you know, obviously the tragic end of his uh, of his career, and he he's had a little. You know, his outside life. You know, a lot of, a lot of stuff affected his his legacy. But at the end of the day, dude, prime time. Kobe Bryant. I think, look, at the end of the day, the Showtime Lakers, what Magic and Kareem, James Worthy, and what all those guys did during the Showtime uh, basically paved the way so that for guys like Kobe and Shaq to take, I think they were the next generation. I Obviously, I know because that, that's my generation, you know, I'm a little biased there, but I think if you really look at Kobe as a, as a, as a player, single player, if you put a court, like what I'm saying is, guys, if we had a one-on-one court and we're taking prime Magic, prime Kareem, prime Kobe, and, and and I'll even, I'll even throw in maybe maybe prime time LeBron. I think if we put him in, in in a court, I think Kobe walks away. I think Kobe walks away in prime. I'm talking. You take their prime years. You take the prime years. So, anyways, guys, that's the best things in life podcast. You've just listened to a man who has no physical capabilities in basketball whatsoever. Make a decision. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and get angry in the comments uh, and, and subscribe. And, you know, just like the Lakers, you can be a superstar too. <laughs>